0: For an audio version of this review, check out Why Watch That radio on most podcast providers. And you can give us some love by visiting buymeacoffee.com forward slash that. We appreciate your support. All right. So we are chatting about Lady Chatterley's Lover, um, which you can find on Netflix. It is a movie that was released um, in theaters on November 23rd, Critic. What is this about? Who's in it and who should be watching? Lady Chatterley's Lover. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, among other things. It's all in the mm. title, isn't it? So, uh, this is uh, based on the famous book by D.H. Lawrence of the same name. The screenplay is by David McGee, adapting it. It is directed by Laura de Clermont uh, to- Tonnerre, who directed The Mustang, which was a very good indie movie uh, starring Matthias Cunartz. uh So interesting coming to this topic, it is different. And it stars Emma Corrin as the lady in the title, Jack O'Connell as the lover in the title, and we have Matthew Duckett as well as the husband of the lady. Jolie Richardson is playing Mrs. Bolton here who comes in to take care of Sir Clifford the husband of the lady and so on and so forth so you know this is a period piece romance that's what we have here and it was salacious at the time i mean this book was banned all over the world and it actually played a role in challenging obscenity rules what is it you know being more permissive with what people had access to So that's the kind of thing we're about to get into. Are you ready for this, producer? Already you're going, oh yeah, I'm watching this. Totally, on my list. (laughs) So it starts right before Sir and Lord Chatterley, well, Sir Clifford, I should say, and Lady Chatterley get married. So in the beginning, Connie, played by Emma, you know, she has lived her life. She was in a romance with a German man, you know, they're British and um this is during a time of war like world war one so you can understand how that goes on but it was before the war when she was with this german and she has a sister you know who uh was actually the actor playing her sister was in andor i was like oh oh yeah Faye uh i was like oh yeah from andor so you know that kind of talking and she gets married she's very happy uh clifford's happy with her You know, that whole kind of thing. They consummate the marriage. Then he goes off to war. He does come back, but he's paralyzed from the waist down. So how's that going to affect their relationship? You know, they move into his wonderful estate, but he's not really interested in doing that kind of stuff, you know, that you'd want to do if you weren't paralyzed from the waist down. And how does this make Connie feel, is the question. So, you know, it's kind of awkward. She wants attention. He's not interested. I mean, it makes sense. Hello. (laughs) Makes some sense to me (laughs) that he wouldn't be interested. (laughs) Give the man a break. But, uh, okay. And it starts getting kind of strained between the two of them. And at one point, you know, because Clifford really... Once that happens, he's kind of in his head about what he's interested in, which is not his wife. So he essentially says to her, you know, go find a lover. Have a kid because, you know, I want to pass on my legacy, have a son in particular. But, you know, this is just a little affair to have a kid to get pregnant. It's not about falling in love. You know, pick the right man. I trust your judgment. I don't want to know who it is. She's kind of like, what are you talking about? We're married. Not for long. <laughs> that attitude has <Okay>. <laughs> Because after the war, he needs to restaff his estate. And you know, they put out a call to all the people who used to work there. And uh someone does come in to work, and this person is played by Jack O'Connell. His name is Oliver Mellers, and he's gonna be the gamekeeper. Now he was a common man who rose to uh, rank in the military during the war. I think he became a lieutenant, as they say. So at the start of this, him joining them, Sir Clifford's kind of like, you know, this kind of guy, is he gonna be okay coming back down to earth, essentially? And his attitude is kind of like, we shouldn't allow these people to rise up in the ranks of the military anyway. Mm. He says something similar To his wife, how does she take it? Not too well. Because one day, of course, she's going to meet this gamekeeper. And is it like, you know, a flash of light goes off when they meet each other? Or is it a gradual thing? I won't tell you. What connects them? Because there's more to Mr. Mellor's than might seem on the outside. And of course, they start this romance. Does anyone find out? You know they're going to have to find out. But how is all of this going to work? If Sir Clifford figures it out, what's his reaction going to be? Is this the kind of guy he meant? And remember, he didn't want to know. And there's also the tension between classes, of course. So there's town gossip. There's all this stuff that happens. And in the end, you'll see where they end up. Is it something like a Tolstoy, Anna Karenina ending? Or is it something different? That's the question. Now that's enough essentially to set up the story without giving every single thing away. Um, What I would say is I think it was well acted. I do. I think that the actors really did their jobs and I did like the pacing of it. Um, I think that if you are a period romance fan, you'll like it. I just think it could have been better. That's what I would say. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, There are really two things that were getting in my way, maybe two or three things. One was the threat of them being caught. It kind of recedes as they get bolder and bolder. I didn't want it to. I think if instead of that, the opposite should happen. It should build and build and build. I kept thinking of Anna Karenina, the story of that. There's always a danger to it. I think they kind of lost it. You know, you have your sex scenes. After a while, I was like, okay, here's another one. Great. Now, some people want to see all of that. I get it. Um, As far as sex scenes go, they were well shot. But I didn't need all of them because I lost some of that sting. Like there's even in the in the body and the tension, like always looking like that kind of stuff when they are together. I think I wanted a little more of that. Now, it's not bad. These are kind of nitpicking points. I'm giving it because I thought it could have soared. Instead of just being okay, that's good. There's also the whole class argument. I don't think that was developed that well, in particular via Sir Clifford. He his character is more of a tool for the story than a fully fleshed out person. And like the, did he always think this way, or was it after the war and he was paralyzed? Like his attitudes. Why did she like him in the first place? When did it really change? Because really, her attitudes started changing before he said that thing about people who aren't nobility, essentially. So what's the message here, right? Is she using that as an excuse when she hears it? Is it really about what he said? Is it in combination with, okay, I'm being neglected by my paralyzed husband. I mean, like that was a hard for me to really take. This is a marriage. It's not a romance you got into. And that's what happens in marriage. I'm gonna tell all y'all this, marriage is not about love. Love can be there, but it ain't gotta be. Marriage is about signing on the dotted line. Don't you sign the contract? So like their responsibilities when it comes to marriage, I really wasn't feeling the whole, oh, he's not, you know, satisfying my needs. Yeah, he's not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what do you want? The man with the war. I mean, I, like, so that was harder. The Now when he says, hey, go do your thing and her reaction, like just all of that, I think it could have been a little clearer on the screen. I haven't read the book. So I don't know how D.H. Lawrence presented it. That was just something, again, nitpicking here, nitpicking. Uh, Also, the final thing is, some of the reactions that she got when people found out just didn't make sense to me for the time period. Like her father in particular, I was kind of like, oh. Because he like finds out about it and he's like, well, you know, love comes and goes. Okay, well, hold on. If that's the reaction of a father at this time, (laughs) I'm gonna need more information about this man. Like, you can't just plot that on the screen and have me buy it. Like, I just wasn't buying that. There were progressive attitudes, which, of course, are part of the book. But on screen, you've gotta tangle with that. You've gotta present it in a more convincing way and not just say, well, it's in the book. I don't know how the book presents it again. I, you know, I don't know. And that's why I kept thinking about Anna Karenina where all of that is in there clearly and there's a price to pay. This to me is more fanciful, which might be on purpose, especially at that time that might've been D.H. Lawrence's uh, purpose to kind of shock people into this is how things should be, I guess. But I don't know. So there were some question marks in regard to the execution of the stories and the relationship relationships here that I had. But again, I think if you're a fan of period piece romances and you want to see some frank sex scenes, if that's fine by you, then this is going to be good. Uh, so there we go with that. What do you think, producer? This sounds like exactly what you're looking for to me. You know, it's interesting. <laughs> it definitely is interesting. And I personally like the fact that it's a movie. So it's not a, a huge commitment. It can kind of get in and out. Um, so you might show up on the uh over-the-holiday viewing list. You are not watching this. I don't even know why you're saying this to the universe. (laughs) You know you're not going to be watching Lady Chatterley's Lover. You're not going to do it. (laughs) Anything's possible. (laughs) All right, guys. For more reviews of why I watched that, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to this video. Thanks for joining us. For up-to-date info and to share what's on your watch list, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at Why Watch That, and on Twitter at WWT Radio. Also, you can visit us at WhyWatchThat.com. And while you're at it, don't forget to go ahead and rate Why Watch That Radio on iTunes. Let's keep the conversation going.